0: In a not-so-stable world, it is crucial to amplify the right message. At the Stream Grace Network, our goal is to do just that. We are adding to our stable of podcasters every month, and we are growing. This is where you come in. We want to share in that growth. If you are a small business owner looking to grow your business, we'd love it if you'd consider allowing one of our podcasters to endorse you, your products, or services. The best part? is that endorsement will never stop running in any episode it is a part of, ever. This is a unique and rare benefit in digital advertising. We want everything we do to be uplifting and to encourage positive growth. And we'd love to partner with you. For more information, visit us online at streamgrace.com or email us at support at streamgrace.com. God bless. Hello and welcome to my corner of the digital universe. Prepare to dive deep, get real, get close, and find out entirely too much about people you likely don't even know. I am Jeremy Griffin, and these are my conversations. So grab a coffee and get comfortable, because here we go.
1: You're listening to the Stream Grace Network.
0: Hello, and thanks again for joining us on another Conversations With Me. Today's podcast is actually brought to you by Clarabelle's in McLeod, Oklahoma. Clarabelle's is an, a, absolutely a destination, destination spot for dinner. Uh, people drive from all over, but they uh, use that restaurant to help fund a project to take care of the homeless in Oklahoma City. So if you get a chance, get out there and say hey to Wayne and Donna from Your Friend Jeremy. And order up something, uh, I think it's the third Friday of every month, is German night. Wayne Hines, as you, if you've checked out my conversations with Wayne, you'll know that he's deep in the German heritage, and so uh, he cooks up some mean sauce and frass, I don't, I don't know, German cuisine, I know some stuff, schnitzels and such. Uh, anyway, check them out. And uh, be sure and like and subscribe to our podcast. I don't know if you can like it, but at least subscribe to it. And uh, yeah, so today's guest is a voice very familiar to the Stream Grace Network. In fact, I want you to say, my guest, before I announce who it is, I want you to say you're listening to the Stream Grace Network. Ready? Go. You're listening to the
1: Stream Grace Network.
0: That's right. The voice of my wife, Lori. Hi. Hi. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you.
0: Well, as we record this, it is December 12th, and uh, yeah, so I figure people would like to know a little bit about you.
1: You sure about that?
0: No. <laughs> I'm not sure about it, but I was interested in you many moons ago. That's true. It's been a minute. So, tell me about you. <laughs> I mean, don't yeah. tell me, because I know. <laughs> tell our listeners.
1: Oh, about myself? Yeah. Like what? Am I starting in childhood too? Or you want me to go from here?
0: <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Tell me. Have you ever listened to this podcast? I have. Are you lying to me? No,
1: I have. Oh, okay. I'm not lying to you.
0: Okay, so I, I guess here's what I, I want to dive into a little bit. Yes, I, I, wanna, I want. I want. I've often told people the story of how we met, <laughs> and I'd like your perspective of how we met.
1: I'm afraid you'll be disappointed. I'm not as. Good I'm of a certain I'll be disappointed, and it's are. totally fine. I don't remember exact specifics because I think you noticed me before. Oh yeah, I realized you were there.
0: Yeah, I saw you talking on the phone in your garage. You weren't paying attention to me. No, I didn't see. I was you then. across the street. Yeah, that lonely boy who kept to himself. Uh, that's that. not true. Actually, <laughs> I didn't keep to myself.
1: No, um, I think we met on the bus. If I recall school correctly, bus, yeah. yeah, school bus on the way. And of course you're the one who started the conversation because I've always been very very quiet and yeah. don't really want to talk to new people but you were very friendly and I think we started talking about your relationship with another girl <laughs> at the time. Probably
0: <laughs> probably so.
1: Um so
0: it didn't then morph into my relationship with the two girls it's at the at the current, same time. Well, yeah. And probably just being sounds, like Jeremy. Sounds, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the condescending call the out condescending of my name. N- yeah, that's what just I. Just so we're clear, that sounded really risque <laughs> when I <laughs> I was supposed to be in exclusive relationships with two different girls, and I was not exclusively in those relationships.
1: Yeah, and knew what. So liked I was me, misleading. But you were. <clears throat>
0: I lied to You liked me, oh. but you were currently. I was going for the trifecta. <laughs> no. That's not true. I I really had no interest in I I was kind of stuck in a weird trap there. It's hard to it's hard to explain how that really happened. Yeah. I'd rather not right now cuz this is about you. <laughs> Good deal. So. That yeah, is but about we, me. I mean, we it, did talk about that stuff.
1: Yeah, but I mean, the about me part started with you at like 16, so Yeah. Um, you know.
0: What's when's the first time that you remember Seeing me.
1: On the bus. Like, I remember seeing you on the bus. Was
0: it when you saw me? Did the time stop and you heard Dreamweaver? Yeah, I thought you were hot.
1: Uh, Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Loved your hair, which is why I still have a little bit of trouble with you not growing out because you have really great hair. And
0: I have had a handful of um, men who don't have um, hair anymore, (laughs) not by their own choosing, um be very mean to me sometimes
1: really cuz you've got hair why would yeah. you shave
0: it yeah they kind of yell at me that. it's like a cultural appropriation of the baldists
1: <laughs> the baldists okay. i think that's
0: what it is i don't know but anyway yeah so if it wasn't such a pain in the butt to keep keep up with
1: yeah i don't know anything about that
0: you know what's bad is when i had the motorcycle i just want. Yeah. was that when i shaved it for the first time cuz i feel like my problem was and all of you ladies out there will totally get this <laughs> if you ride on a motorcycle. So my hair would come back and oh, be yeah. all in tangles.
1: It whips your hair back <laughs> and forth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So there it is.
1: Yeah, and fun fact, I also had a, a motorcycle, which you know, if you, you do know me, you may or may not know that some yeah. people.
0: You were my motorcycle mama. Yeah. Motor. Actually, I hated riding motorcycles with you. <laughs> it was terrible.
1: Because of my depth perception.
0: Or lack thereof, yes. (laughs) So we were driving on Route 66, and I said, hey, don't keep any more than a car length between us, because cars will want to come and pass us, and then you'll get, you know, I was just nervous for my wife, and so.
1: And I did that.
0: Yeah, you kept a whole lot more than a car length. (laughs) I look back, and there's probably, and this is not an exaggeration, at least 15 cars between us. And that was kind of it for me. We pulled off and...
1: I think that's a bit of an exaggeration. It
0: is not. <laughs> you okay. wouldn't know. You don't that's, have good depth perception. True.
1: I mean, that's that's a fair point.
0: <laughs> anyway, let's back back, like way back up, because that happened, you know, a long time ago, but not as long as when we met. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, ultimately, we started dating in high school. Um, we were both 16. Yes. Basically. You weren't quite 16. <laughs> Well, no, you were by the time we started dating, weren't you?
1: Yeah, we started dating, what, December, wasn't it? December. Yeah.
0: You know, this is something, we've talked about this before, but this is something that a lot of people won't have anymore that we have, which is, or I have, which are the notes (laughs) that were passed in school.
1: The old school texting.
0: I literally still have in the closet. Yes, you do. Probably well over 100
1: Please for Quote, the love, unquote, love notes Do not ask him to pull them
0: out Oh <laughs> man do It's some good stuff Because I don't have any of the notes I wrote I know I just have the notes you wrote That's not fair I'm in the fourth hour <laughs> And I can't Shut up <laughs> Something like that I don't know I don't know what Something like yeah. that Yeah So yeah I would get the little the notes And the fancy folds That was crazy yeah. I forgot about that So kids today They just have text messages And snapchats disappear Psh, That's no fun no, it's not incriminating for them, but, you know, <laughs> neither were our letters and notes together. I mean, they weren't bad. They were
1: silly. They weren't any. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So anyway, um, we met and I remember, um, you know, or I remember, of course, but what uh, a lot of people, you know, you were quiet then. Yeah. Yeah. I very, was. very quiet. Like, if you know, if you know my wife today, you know, she's pretty, you know, keeps herself kind of kind of girl until you get to know her and. You know, she's just shy is not really the word. I mean, I think it is the word, but it's not like you're not personable. It's just you're uncomfortable meeting people new for the not first the time.
1: Instigator. Yeah. yeah.
0: I remember uh, in high school just thinking, well, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for it. And here we are.
1: Yeah. There, that's a lot of fast just, forwarding. It is. But just think about
0: mm-hmm. I mean, if there was any other guy out there that was just a little more, you know, comfortable in his skin.
1: Well, when we broke up, I did have a few people who were. That's true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> who were and those fellas could have been a
1: very different life.
0: <laughs> you said a few people. I know about Damon, but who else?
1: Well, I liked Brent at the time. Oh
0: gosh, you got to stop. Stop with this.
1: I'm just hey. I'm.
0: Let's not talk about it
1: anymore. Just, just being real. Yeah. That's all. Can we talk about what you did when we broke up? I mean, <laughs> yeah. oh, no. So anyway, Not we got married when we were. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see again. That sounds so provocative. I know. I didn't. I dated a girl sort of. Yeah. She was very forward to me. Like I, you know, like
1: the opposite of me. Right.
0: And I'm like, I mean, I guess. OK, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So um, we, we started dating. when We were 16. We got married when we were 20
1: hmm day and after i was 20
0: day after you're 20 i felt like a teenage mom or a teenage mom. you did <laughs> i didn't know let me back up i All felt right. like it would not be good for you to be a teenage wife mm. i don't know why that i don't even know if that's true actually we got you know we got married on a friday night we did in october and uh again we were 20 and so you know a lot of our friends were younger and friday friday night in october what what is everyone doing we were at a football games. <laughs> so we had this uh fairy tale wedding if you will and a reception that increased by uh, two or three times the wedding.
1: We had at least a couple hundred people. <clears throat> it was a lot bigger than I thought. It at the would wedding. Have been. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is crazy. But uh you know, as as you know, but I'll tell all of our uh, listeners, I decided to set that date so I would at least remember your birthday <laughs> or or our anniversary, little did I know that I'd be the rememberer of our family.
1: <laughs> yeah, you've done really well, and it's it's an easy way to remember, for sure. And it's an easy way to calculate how many years we've been married since you know yeah, I was 20. 20. Right? And um, our age,
0: and yeah. it's just easy. All I encourage everybody, get married <laughs> on a decade, <laughs> just on one of your <laughs> landmark decades of your life, and yeah. makes it makes it easy.
1: A wedding was pretty amazing. I mean, I don't think I'd change anything about it jeremy wrote a song for me and sang it to me <laughs> yeah like pulled the microphone out of his you know did you know pocket. i forgot you didn't know or did I you knew know that you did because right. it was aaron who took me away somewhere while you practiced on what the rehearsal oh for the wedding yeah uh so i didn't hear I didn't hear it until that day, day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I remember you were crying really heavy and I thought, I think she's regretting this. (laughs) I remember you saying that. (laughs) I was scared because, wow, she's really like shoulders bouncing crying. and
1: Yeah. And back to the shy thing. I had no doubts about being married. I had no concerns about that at all. I had great concerns about everybody's eyes being on me. That was just not. I mean, the whole wedding, you focus on the bride, right? That terrified me. Yeah. In fact, right as I was walking, my dad was walking me down the aisle. He said I was shaking more than he was <laughs> when, he, you know, when he was preparing for war and and all that good stuff. So
0: that's crazy. Yeah. Well, little did you know you were preparing for war? I guess
1: so. It's so, been an adventure.
0: You know what? And I, I don't know where we're going to go with this conversation because, I, I, you know, I don't have any notes. You're just my wife. We're going to talk. So okay. um, but I I've had people talk to me about our marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, cause they say, wow, you guys have been married. We're 24 years at this point, mm-hmm. halfway through the 25th year, I guess. I don't know how you look at that, yeah. but it'll be 25 years. And, um, and we dated for like, we dated for five, five years, years before we got married, yeah. more or less 16, so, yeah. 20. Yeah. Anyway, four years. It felt like forever. And when you're a kid, <laughs> you date for two months and it feels, like, yeah, right? oh my gosh. A like long time no, but, but I think, um, I think it's interesting because I you know I tend to take the lead in talking about our marriage but I I want to ask you what I, I and I'm going to take a big leap here and assume that you're happy with <laughs> our marriage right now. I am happy. But what is the key for you? What 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 do you tell people when you say and they're like how have you guys been married for 24 years? Marriage I mean especially when they say how have you been married to that dude for 24 <laughs> years?
1: I don't know. I think I think it's all um it's all learning, a learning experience for sure. But also, you know, the purposeful growing together instead of growing apart. Like, uh, you know, we tried to find things in common and things to do. and,
0: and Which we don't have a single hobby in common. No.
1: And the motorcycles was funny, like the thing that we did. But my goodness, we tried golf. We tried video games. We tried probably a hundred other little things. All things I love. Paintball. <laughs> I play paintball for a little bit. Yeah here and there um yeah i don't know I, for some reason it works because i'm very much a homebody and i'm fine being at home i like going out i just don't want to make the decisions but um and you are so we are truly opposites probably in, in every way
0: yeah what's well, been the secret though what what keeps you from wanting to kill me when i'm Okay, let me back up and say this. What what is something about me that has frustrated you, or frustrated you early on that you're like, I did not know this guy was going to be like this.
1: Yeah, I think it. I think it is your ability to talk circles around me. Like <laughs> you could argue for welcome to years conversations, straight. <laughs> and I would just give up. I mean, I would just, I would be so frustrated or so irritated that I would just stop talking and shut down, which. You know, we, if again, if you know anything about us, um, I, I'm sort of different in that I'm not the, the typical girl who will, you know, talk a lot and go after somebody when there's an argument. I, I shut down and I want to be left alone. And I had to learn or we both had to learn how to how to balance that out and have an argument or a conversation to come to um, a resolve of some sort best we could. Mm hmm. Because for a while, I just shut down and started over the next day. (laughs) Let's see if it works better today. Yeah, we rebooted that computer. Yeah,
0: But I think, you know, it's interesting because I I think you just kind of touched on it just a second ago. You said we both had to learn. And and I do think that's the key. I know for me, it's super frustrating. And and as we've discovered in our lives, most men relate to you in this. Most women relate to me in this. Mm -hmm. But it was so frustrating because the minute I thought we were actually getting somewhere, you're like, done. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, oh gosh. And so, you know, I had to learn to just be like, all right, you know what? We're not getting anywhere anyway. So just move on. You know, what is the thing <laughs> I like to say? The way that I can always be right is admit when I'm wrong. That's right. And it's, you know, I, I remember, well, it was before we had our first son. So it was sometime between 20 and 22. I come home. I think it was like that first year. Cause I remember coming home and uh, coming to the apartment asking you something. I don't know. We were fighting. And you said something that was right. And I tell you the story because I think it's so funny. <laughs> I, you said something and I'm like, oh, she's right and I'm wrong. Like this all happened in a fraction of a second in my mind. And I thought to myself, well, I have a choice here. I can keep arguing because, I mean, I, I knew I could keep talking to her. You're just tired. Mm-hmm. Or I could just say, you're right. I'm wrong. And let's go get something to eat. I think Taco Bell was on the docket for that <laughs> night. And so, uh, so I did. I just said, oh. You're right. Do you remember your response?
1: No, I don't. <laughs> I
0: remember your response.
1: Probably shock.
0: Not. Sh- it, it was me. You were mad at me. You thought oh. I was being sarcastic. <laughs> you, you, I believe it, that too. You said, "I don't remember specifically what you said, but you didn't believe what I was saying." I said, "No, no, I'm serious. You made a great point. You said this and this, and then you're right."
1: Well, where do you go from there? I and mean, and that's the thing. You
0: were you were stuck because it was yeah. like. You were kind of already still mad at me. So what do you do now?
1: Oh, yeah. I have a hard time with that, too. When I'm mad, you got to give me a minute because I can't like right? <laughs> just instantly be happy. Again. <laughs> and I'm just
0: like, well, you know, go get Taco Bell or whatever it was. <laughs> but I think that's the key. You know, I think uh, for so many people out there, the you know, we say this a lot, too. You're either growing together. You're growing apart. Mm-hmm. And and there is no other way around that. And I think for you and I, you know, I know for me, so I won't speak for you, but I I always wanted to effort to just to, to truly have a partner in life, no matter what I was doing. Yeah. Um, and, and everyone knows this about me, too. Who knows me well is that I'm not going to ever do anything by myself. <laughs> and um, whether that's go get the mail, <laughs> yeah. if I don't have to. I mean, I do that by myself. But, you know, what I'm saying um, I'm going to go if I'm going to get in a car. I I just don't want to. You know, I don't think I'm afraid to be alone. I just. Yeah just want to do something with somebody, you know? And so I think, you know, I'm looking at it like, man, we can, we're, because we're so different, we're so opposite of each other. um, I see that as a huge strength because I don't, we don't duplicate skill sets like at all. So wherever I'm weak, you're likely strong.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think that's really nice. Um, I think we, we do complement each other in that. And, and we've also, we sort of carry the load back and forth too. Like, I mean, there have been times that I've had a job and you haven't and you have and I haven't. And and even you being overwhelmed or stressed and I'm not and back and forth, you know, yeah. it seems to to work out pretty well. One is okay when the other one is kind of. Having a harder time.
0: I had no idea we we're going to talk about mar- marriage today, but I think <laughs> this is really healthy because there's something I want to share with people that I think is super awesome that I figured out. Hmm. And you just kind of said that about um, the stress and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one of the things I realize is the things that we love about our significant other are often things that will annoy us. Yeah, we are we are intrigued by it because we're not that way. Yeah, right. So I'm pulled in like you're intrigued with my personable approach to things and talking to people from scratch because you're not that way, but it doesn't mean you want to do that all the time. Right. And I'm intrigued with your ability to just be in the midst of an incredibly traumatic situation and be like, yeah, I'm good. (laughs) I mean, it blows my mind. Like, like, and I'll, and I'll get to this. I need to make a note. Um, but like, um, uh, when we were having, uh, Gabe, so it was an emergency C-section situation. And uh I remember you just had it like locked in together. You were you were insane in terms of like I was expecting everything I saw in the movies about having a kid. <laughs> Screaming and yelling yeah, and <laughs> calling me names and like you did this to um, me, you evil, you yeah. know, all those things. And it you were not at all that way. And I remember going out to the family and Having to say, well, we're going to do an emergency C-section, and I'm trying to keep it together. And and prior to this time in my life, I wasn't very emotional, but as soon as we found out, you know, we were having a boy and heard the heartbeat, I just went from, you know, solid rock to mushy clay, I guess. But in any case, I went out and informed our families, (coughs) and room uh, full of
1: people. (laughs) Yes,
0: uh, church family, biological family, and uh, my mom, I think, asked more questions because yeah. I, I kind of I didn't rehearse it but I'm like I'm going to come out here I'm going to say, say what that. it is and then walk away and she asked me a question and I said I can't talk about this right now this is how much data I have I need to move on
1: and of course I wasn't there you so. weren't there
0: but I was very like I'm gonna lose it you know <laughs> father That's him. anyway so but I go back in the room and you're doing great and then we go through the c-section I remember uh they're like ripping you apart with these like stainless steel Pry bars you and said
1: they look like crowbars or something. They
0: did. I saw smoke rising out of you, and I kept looking down. I sure had a face. I had to have had a face. I'm looking down at you going, you're not feeling any of that? No, I and mean, I just kept said, asking.
1: Yeah, you said, are you okay?
0: <laughs> then they like put you all your guts calm, on the tray next to me, and you I, I kind of kept looking
1: over the little, you know, t- whatever, the, the separator. Yeah. And you'd look back at me and you'd go, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. I have no idea what's going on on the other side, oh, of man. course.
0: It's a horror show. Yeah,
1: I would have fainted You would have lost out. it. I would have been you gone. You would have lost <laughs>
0: it. But, but, you know, I say that to say this. I remember, you know, that that quality came out later, well, in other, multiple times in our life. But, but one that I remember getting really frustrated with you because I suck at discipline and spending money. And I think I've gotten a lot better over 24 years. But um, back in the day, it was like, there's money in the account. There's a new game I want on the computer. I'm going to buy it. And then you're like, hey, we need groceries. I'm like, well, that's not going to happen. (laughs) (laughs) So we switched that up and let you kind of manage the money. And that's been awesome ever since. But, um, you know, every once in a while we miscalculated, especially on those times when jobs were in between and, and you know, we'd, we'd be overdrawn and I'd get a call and that'd be the only time. And I'd freak out and I'd call you. I'm like, Hey, what's going on? You're like, it's fine. I'm working on this thing. Yeah. Well, I got so mad because I'm like, you don't care at all.
1: Yeah. You thought I didn't care.
0: Right. Exactly. And that's my whole point. Yeah. So what I, you know, what was a strength as I saw it as a strength, then in that moment to me became the very thing that irritated the crap out of me. like, Man, she's so calm. Why, why doesn't she care about this? And I'd get all upset. And I'm like, it took me, I don't know, two or three of those occasions to realize, no, this is probably good. Because you said, eventually, you said, well, it's not that I don't care. I <laughs> yeah. do care, but you weren't responding the way I would respond. Yeah. So later in my early 30s, when I started developing anxiety stuff mm-hmm. and, um, and really just going over the top, oh my gosh, what would have happened with me if you weren't that person? If I would, (laughs) you know, wake up in the middle of the night going, I think I got to go to the hospital. I think I'm dying. I think I'm having a heart attack and I'm freaking out. And you're like, well, okay, let's go. (laughs) Another, other, you know, the other option is, oh my gosh, you're
1: going to die. I'm freaking out
0: too. I mean, that would have been, that would have been awful. Maybe I would have died. I don't know. Escalated
1: a lot. Yeah.
0: So I think that's the thing, you know, one of the, one of the things I think couples need to get is the things that are irritating you are probably the thing that you actually appreciate and love, but you've got to see it for what it is yeah. and recognize its value. And it may not always be a value to you, mm-hmm. but but fully getting it and understanding it, um, you know, helps. And I, I know for me now, I totally recognize that. I'm not going to be able to read whether you care about something by your response. If I want to know, I simply say, do you care about this? (laughs) And you know, it's odd. That seems way simpler. I
1: know. But you know, yeah, the adaptation of that has become... You know, even statements from you, like, I really need you to be excited about this. <laughs> right. Like, I know it seems weird for somebody to say, OK, I'm going to tell you something and this is cool and I need you to be excited about it. But, you know, it it worked, especially in that interim where we were trying to figure out what are you really thinking and is it really bothering you? And I'm so very internal and you you talk everything out and sometimes I don't even have to say anything. You figure it out by talking. <laughs> Nobody you know?
0: ever has to say anything. You
1: just sit and listen. It's, and that yeah. I'm good at that. That works. I'm good.
0: <laughs> it's funny because, you know, even like when it comes to equipment and stuff. And you're you're a sound engineer in your own right, but um I know when he gets into the technical stuff, you mm-hmm. just kinda glaze over. But um but for me, I've got to talk it out. And so it doesn't man, I could talk to Jake about it my 10 year old it wouldn't matter our 10 year old (laughs) Mm -hmm, yeah i say my for the
1: listeners i know but the weird thing is is that you know we have the two older kids so a fair amount of times people think that jake is like from another marriage because he's so much later
0: (sighs) yeah you know what i mean like you started
1: over with a new person
0: yeah you know what happened to me the other day right
1: Oh, I didn't know that happened, I don't think, until you put it on and Facebook. And listen,
0: I didn't put it on Facebook. I told you. Okay. I There's no way I'm putting this on Facebook. Well, maybe it was I'm about text. to put it out on the yeah, podcast. You know, right? <laughs> no, and... and if you're the person that said this, please know I held you. No, there's no like ill feelings at all. In fact, the person who said this, I adore. So it has nothing to do with that. It just got me thinking. But you know, usually in No No Shave November, I, I tend to grow out my beard, and and so I shave my head and uh, and then Let grow my beard, beard grow. out. And so there's a lot more salt than there used to be in it. I mean, like a lot more salt. <laughs>
1: which probably has a little to do with jacob
0: <laughs> uh, has a lot to do with jacob but um but i was asked um if he was my grandson <laughs> so i was like i'm shaving the beard
1: <laughs> yeah
0: so yeah and
1: on the flip side is weird. see as we are we're different on that i got asked if my oldest son was my, my husband exactly so.
0: well here's the funny so thing weird. i got that with with gabe our yeah, oldest you've had too it before. that i we were working together, we worked together in a lot of venues, but we were working together at a, at a thunder event. And uh, one of the guys that was alongside us college guy, uh journalist, I, he said, he, you know, whereas introducing him to different people on the team. And somebody said, that was my son. He's like, somebody said that was your son. That's not your son. Right. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you're not cool. old enough to have a son that age. And then that first thought is, Oh crap. Did I just talk about someone's 16 year old pregnancy? No. Right? I'm like, no, I mean, I'm, 40, well, I don't know how I was at the time, but yeah. well, I oh, yeah, was I'm at 22. Yeah, so. I would have been probably 40 or 41. So anyway, that's funny. But yeah, so, so I, you know, that's kind of the key point through this whole marriage jaunt we just took is understanding each other's weaknesses and strengths. And I, and I think, you know, appreciating those, even when they suck. Yeah. Being know? willing
1: to see that perspective. You've, you've got to, it, I mean, yeah. it,
0: it's kind of like when I get mad about free speech issues, mm-hmm. I've got to remember that. When, when someone wants to censor, I mean, because no one ever censors me, but when I see somebody get censored or I hear about it, I get so frustrated when it's something I agree with. Do I get frustrated when it's something I disagree with? Yeah. First off, very rarely does something I disagree with get censored. Very <laughs> rarely that I would know about it, right? So, Because right. people I disagree with tend to not be in the circle. I mean, it's just the nature of things. Yeah. So you don't hear them griping about saying something and getting censored. But I think the opposite happens when someone says something that you don't like. You you start to be like they shouldn't be allowed to say that. Yeah. No, absolutely. I'm glad they can say it, or we couldn't. I mean, that's exactly, the whole point. exactly. So, anyway, I'm not sure how that analogy applied, except to say appreciating. You know, <laughs> yeah. that was my point. I guess is appreciating the fact that even when I don't like it, it's a it represents something bigger that is good.
1: Yeah, so. I mean, even our upbringings were were very very different, and it it is really hard for me. Um, like my parents just celebrated 50 years of being married. Um, you know, they've always been together. I didn't have any tragedy really in my life. I didn't have anything, you know, unusual or challenging. It was about as mundane, I guess, or really great, depending on how you look at it as anything. And it's hard sometimes for me to understand, you know, when people don't don't know their father or they have a a broken family or they're a blended family or whatever I don't really know how to process that and so I have to listen and learn you know from how people are dealing with it um to to gather that perspective for sure but I've done. I mean, we've done that forever too, right? Before we had kids, we used to ask people, "What did you just whisper in their ear? <laughs> yeah. What was that you said? It was awesome. He like flipped on, um, and did exactly what you wanted. So it's always been something. I think we have observed people and tried to learn. We read books. We did everything we could to, to really grow in all of that.
0: Yeah, and then we just started phoning it in in our thirties.
1: <laughs> no, I don't know. I just think right, that's weird. We had really really well-behaved kids in the beginning but we were what was it that you said we were just selfish enough to make them mind
0: absolutely yeah Yeah. and i think here's another parenting advice from jeremy (laughs) have your kids in your 20s because you are you're selfish enough you think about the older you get the more you live for your kids right you become almost like a grandparent grandparents i don't care man they've lived their life it's like oh let's spoil them well if you have kids in your 40s or you know whatever it is the older you get the more you become that way my theory is that when you're in your 20s you're just kind of selfish enough to raise kids that are kind of normal you know self-reliant to some degree because you know yes i want to get them halo this is showing like when microsoft (laughs) first put out the xbox halo one my boys were my two older boys were three and four years old. or four and five something like that and I mean, that's like, yeah, I know they want something fun, but you know what else? Dad wants Halo and they'll probably <laughs> right. grow into liking Halo. Exactly. <laughs> so it's just as simple and materialistic as that is, that that is somewhat of the the thing. When you get in your 30s, one, you probably have a lot of the toys that you wanted in the first place. And then two, um, you just, you know, you're less selfish. The bottom line is you're just less selfish. Yeah. Maybe not everybody, but I think that's the general trend that I've seen with people in our, our world and. Um, I think that that makes kids feel like the world revolves around them. And and this gets me to another point that I want to talk about in marriage. Um, something that we tell the boys and we can tell the story about Jake because it's so funny, but (laughs) telling the story or, or telling the boys as we were growing up, I used to always tell them, I love you with everything that's in me, but I love your mom a little bit more. Yeah. And the point for me was to. Teach my boys that they need to love their spouse more than any other human on the planet. Mm-hmm. More than me and you. More than their kids. Yeah. Everybody. And, um, you know, I think, I remember, and I don't think my mom would mind me telling this, but you worked with my mom for like, what was it, 12, 12 years? Yeah. And she was talking to me about something and she says, you always take her side. And I said, absolutely. And I always will. Mm-hmm. Even when she's wrong. And if I think she's wrong, I'll talk to her about it privately. Yeah. And I said, "Now, mom, wouldn't you have loved a husband to do that?" Mm. Yeah. Because <laughs> and and you know, I mean, I was in the heat of the moment too. But the whole thing was, it's like, no, of course I'm going to do that. Yeah. And and I, you know, I'm a defender by nature anyway, so that's just going to be a reality. But but I wanted my boys to see that, and you know, I think when you you know that selfish thing I was talking about before when. You're living for your kids. Your kids now think the world revolves around them, and that doesn't go away easily. It's doing them a disservice. Absolutely. But I remember we were at a restaurant with Gabe, our oldest. He was, he's 21, 22, I don't know, whatever he is. He's
1: 21.
0: (laughs) Okay, so he's 21 now, but I mean, at the time, I think he was probably 20. I don't know, it doesn't matter. (laughs) But we had our now 10-year-old recently, Mm -hmm. but he was probably eight or nine. And I said it in front. I was at the restaurant. I said, hey, Jake, I love you, man. But I love your mom a little bit more. And his response was just classic. (laughs) He says, that is so mean. (laughs) He just blew up. (laughs) And Gabe started laughing. We're all laughing. And he's not laughing. He's not kidding. Yeah. (laughs) He was so upset. And then Gabe explained it, which actually, for me, I thought was pretty awesome, because I'm still kind of laughing in the corner. Kind of came full circle. Yeah. And Gabe's teaching you know his little youngest brother little yeah. brother you know what what that really means and so i think it's such a big deal but this is why we see marriages that are just a sham and they've they last this was the anomaly to me is that hearing about so many people getting divorced and these marriages ending after 20 years
1: yeah
0: and then you start thinking about it. well yeah their
1: kids are their gone. kids are gone yeah now they're now stuck with each left other with if you didn't invest in your relationship
0: because right. they either grow together or, or they, they grow, grow apart. apart that's right and by the time that there's nothing else to to live Draw like you Yeah, you're you're yeah. there's nothing pulling you together because that was the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Secrets to marriage. <laughs> Our secrets. I have no idea if it's gonna work for anybody else, but I it's know, working right? for us pretty good. Cause I mean that's the thing. We you know, the other two are out of the house and and we can't wait to get Jake out of the house. I can't wait to get Jake out of the house. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be I'd here. take them all back. I know you would. You know, and I say that so jokingly. I I love my boys, but my success for me, like when I, when I see them do well, when I see them be self-sufficient, that's a, that's Mm -hmm. huge to me. Not to say that they aren't welcome back in our home, but I never want them to have to be here, you know?
1: Well, yeah. And I, I mean, and again, I referring back to my parents, um, after we had kids, the first thing, after we had Jacob, we started going and, uh, going over to spend time with my mom and dad, uh when he was just born. And every Saturday since then, we have tried to hang out with uh, my mom and dad. And, you know, even when the boys were little, mom and I would take them to go shopping and then we'd go get groceries and do all our errands. And then we would all get together with the whole family and we would eat dinner. And that was just, that's just such a special thing that still occurs today. Um, where you you get that generation. My kids know my parents. They know them well. They love them dearly. And it's because my parents invested in my children. You know, they, they gave their time. My dad did all kinds of Fun things with them and Yeah,
0: your dad is the single best grandpa on the planet.
1: <laughs> He's pretty amazing. I mean, he really is. He taught you know, he went to skating, he went bowling, he went to the park, they did everything, taught him how to lasso. I mean, you name it, he <laughs> yeah, did it. That's just crazy. And he had such a great time with it. And his dad was like that. He was my grandfather was really great. Um, but anyway, all that to say I think, you know, that connection with our family, we've we sort of been thrust into it with this whole covid thing and all the conversations about now you're forced to hang out with your family. I have always loved out with sitting my going, family. Yes, I'm forced. Yes. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I really, really very much cherish that with yeah. them.
0: Well, I, I here's something I find interesting. I want to kind of pivot a little bit into this because um, you and I've been talking a lot about this and so there's two things I want to talk about. But well, we've been talking about how you're you're just different right now. <laughs> and it's weird for me because you've been not this way. Different good or different bad. Jerry's still out. We'll wait and see. We'll see. No, I mean I think it's fine, but it's funny because you know we've talked about how you're you've been quiet your whole life. The fact that you're sitting behind this microphone right now is it's a bit shocking. Now yeah. I feel like I caught you at a weak moment to some degree. <laughs> But no, I think what's real. So it's for me, It kind of started a few years ago and I saw some posts in social media that you wrote. And I remember just thinking, man, that's really good. And I didn't say anything to you. And then one day it just came up. Maybe I was looking at my feed while you were around me. Yeah. And I saw it and I said, hey, where are you getting these posts? (laughs) And you said what do you mean? And I said I mean where like I where I are getting you getting it. Yeah, yeah cuz I mean they they were very well written. It was like, "Oh, you cut and paste something." And she's like, "Well, yeah. I'm writing them." <laughs> what? Cuz you're yeah. not a talker. I'm not. But your writing is just it's awesome to me. Like you're you're the way you collectively put together your thought and how you go from point to point, you just it's so well done. And then I go and I look at your notes on your phone yeah. <laughs> and like there's all your posts all as you're there. prepping them and building what you're going to say. Yeah. And it's so well thought out and and I think I love that you had that medium because um, you know, this is stuff that i I know of you we even though we don't really talk, talk about it. Yeah, because I mean, when we talk, it's ninety percent me, ten percent you, but but that ten percent's really good.
1: <laughs> Thanks for that.
0: <laughs> we'll check we'll check this recording when we're done. I'll see how I see know how you I'm did? pretty dominant in it. <laughs> but I have to say, in most of the conversations we do, my guests carry most of the weight, and so I mean.
1: And I'm not going to do that.
0: I just, I've just been bottling up a lot of pent up (laughs) conversation. No, but, but I say that to say, um, you know, you have made a shift in your approach to, to relationships, to just the way you're living life. Talk about that a little bit.
1: Um, I think it's, I mean, I think it's like everything else you, you kind of learn how to do things differently. Um, you gather all of your hurt, all of the pain, all of the disappointment in your life, and you you make a decision. You choose if you know you you want to heal that and make a change and make it different, or just kind of wallow in the fact that you are you know the victim who always gets hurt. Which, by the way, I'm assuming everybody gets hurt. You don't get through life. That's how. You learn about things, but I'm I'm usually very patient. I don't know. I, I think I'm still patient, but I um I just don't have time for the bull anymore. I just don't want to. I don't want to just tiptoe around everything and be very withdrawn and very. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I'm you guys could see his face. <laughs> I'm just sitting
0: there because I'm like, yeah, you you're assertive. Yeah, I'm just, which is I I'm don't like, know what so to deal here's with. Here's the deal, and even for me, it's like. I mean, I think it's great. This is why I reserve judgment because to this point, I'm like, well, this is great because I'm a straight shooter and it saves me so much time. I just want people to be real with me and talk to me and tell me what their deal is so that we can just deal with it. Right. And so I don't think you and I functionally have really ever had that issue. If you're holding something in. No, I don't. Yeah. I mean, it's not really there. So for me, (laughs) I'm kind of cautiously optimistic. I think, (laughs) well, this is great. Yeah. You get, is it gonna come back and bite me one day? I don't know, but
1: no, one of No, the, it's good though. One of the um the Facebook posts I did at one point, it it was and I think you read it and you were like, That's really sad. <laughs> it was about it was about not really wanting friends. Like maybe I shouldn't just have friendships. Maybe maybe I'm okay by myself, because I'm very okay by myself. I'm I'm very fine. I'm very cool with my family. I can stay home. I can, I, that's fine with me. It's not a big deal. But I mean, I was at that point where I'm just like, I just, I give up. I don't want to do it anymore. It's just trouble and hurt and frustration and whatever. So
0: tell me this real quick before <clears throat> you go on. Can you tell me the best byproduct you've had from a relationship with another female, a friendship?
1: The best byproduct? Yeah. In other like, words,
0: what, what value has it held for you? because you know what i'm saying like yeah no yeah
1: i was talking about that the other day too i remember um i remember being maybe 7 younger than jake and you know i played with all of my friends in the neighborhood and the first significant thing that i remember that was negative was um i was friends with these two girls they lived in the neighborhood and they were like hey come come learn how come be on our bowling team So I'm like, sweet, never bowled before. Sounds awesome. So I went and I bowled and I won and I beat them. And they very promptly decided they didn't want to be my friend anymore. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, that goes on and on. And then I'm, you know, a teenager. And then you have the girls who are like, they like you and they don't like me. Now I'm angry with you like I had anything to do with it. And it wasn't all me. Of course, they liked them, too, at different points, whoever it was. But, I mean, I think I've just had a lifetime, which, again, I'm probably not unique in that. But a lifetime of the disappointing part of friendships, especially female friendships. And maybe because I'm more like a dude in a lot of ways in my mentality, it's easier for me to get along with guys. I don't know. But so there really hasn't been a great female friendship i don't think
0: right so so that being reinforced for the bulk of your your life life. in general not just adult life so now you've got this shift in you where you're just like assertive you're just telling people like if there's some sort of like quasi conflict yeah you're like okay so here's what happened here's how it made me feel is that what you meant to do that's right and i'm like what are you doing this is what i do
1: i learned it by watching you
0: (laughs) I, I did,
1: you know, and I I learned to appreciate that too. I'm 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 like I don't want to well, you know, we were kind of doing this and then and then you were a little not very nice and you know and I just, I don't have time for all that. I'm just like, that was crappy. Did you mean to be crappy? Did you mean to be a jerk? That's what it sounded like. And I've done it with you, too. I mean, we've done that before. I know. It's the greatest gonna, thing ever. Just stop it's, and saying did you mean to be a let jerk? Let me
0: just tell you, if you are a fan of efficiency, just being around us while we're both a little cranky, you'll see next level efficiency. Because yeah. we don't screw around. It's just like. Hey, that was a really crappy thing you said. Made me feel bad. What's your thoughts?
1: <laughs> right. And then I have moments, too, where I'm just like, I've done this several times with you. Um, I'm going to stop talking to you now because you're <laughs> you are not in a good mood and I don't want to fight. I'm just going to stop talking. And I'm like, shut up. Just like let I'm me back. you.
0: <laughs> I think that's yeah. funny, though. It is, it is. It's funny to me. Like, I literally, even in the moment, I, I know on the inside, there's a part of me that just kind of keeps up the facade because of, you know, the cameras that aren't there that if we were a sitcom would be Dude. filming us.
1: So many weird things happen in our home. I still think we could be a sitcom for sure. Um,
0: I've really, you know, we put up the security cameras around the house uh, because of all the fans. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm talking about like all the, no, 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 not people. (laughs) Because I like that white noise. I put fans up everywhere in case they catch fire. No, um, no, we put up those those cameras and I'm like secretly thinking, you know, at some point we're just going to just going to go live with all of it.
1: I think it's funny too cuz people will say like you sing and play the piano and and lead worship and Gabe does all that and um and then I get people who say is it always like that in your house? <laughs> you always hear them it's singing Just always leading worship in the house? All right. And but the funny part is is that Jeremy will say no, but I say yes. I mean, <laughs> we break out in song or dancing or Weird things. Rarely with musical accompaniment time. is all. No, rarely with musical accompaniment. And for the sure. words
0: always degrade into something about chocolate pie. That's true, too. And I don't know if it's just my secret love for chocolate it's, pie. chocolate pies is it most of
1: them made up. It's not secret. I don't think it's secret. Ugh.
0: Although I did polish off the cherry pie tonight.
1: Yeah. Now that's your favorite. Sometimes. It's pretty
0: good, man. Yeah. Unrelated. <laughs> All right. So I don't know where we were. I got on cherry no, pie neither. all of a sudden and it was like a sugar coma just hit me. I'm like, whoa, totally down for that. And I
1: follow you down the trail. So.
0: No, well, I, you know, I just think, I think it's interesting. It's, it's rare that people go through. Well, and I say rare, um, it's, it's once or twice in a lifetime that people will have these shifts, if yeah. at all, if at all, where, where they truly make a a shift yeah. in their, their, their modus operandi as it were and uh and that's what i've kind of i've seen in you which is it's just an it's just kind of intriguing i think for me it's like a whole new it's not it's like a i don't know it's like it's like a new upgrade to your phone like when (laughs) ios comes out with an like a incremental upgrade it's added some features but you don't really know what they are because you know it's still your phone yeah and then you're doing stuff you're like, oh, that's cool. I didn't know they added that. <laughs> well, that's what it's like. It's like, every I'm like, oh, that's cool. I didn't know you did that. No. I,
1: I've just kind of resolved and accepted, look, I'm going to get hurt. I mean, why not? I've gotten hurt my entire life. So why try to build walls and stay back away from it? You know, I sort of like expecting, uh, hoping for the best, but preparing for the worst Mm -hmm. like i'll be okay i've been okay every other time so if you hurt me then i'll just deal with that and move on because i just don't want to build these relationships for years and then just be devastated anymore yeah i'm just over it i can't do it yeah so you be up front like me don't like me (laughs) whatever let's just get it all out
0: what gives you the confidence to be able to do that
1: what gives me the confidence i mean what
0: the safety net if you will you know you're basically saying look i'm gonna just i'm just gonna put it all on the table from day one i think how can you feel safe in that
1: i i think it's it's just that i'm okay with who i am i'm okay with with who god made me to be i hate boxes i hate people putting you into this you know little expectation and and maybe i've been fighting against that my entire life but um I think it's just because I'm all right. I'm all right if I don't have friends. It's okay. I'll be fine. I'm all right if I do have friends. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, either way, either extreme, like I'll be all right. I'm, I'm going to be fine. And I I think it, you know, it it falls back on, you know, my relationship with Jesus and, and having that sounding board, no matter what else anybody is going to listen to or hear or, or understand or whatever that, that's just my, my go-to. So everything else is gravy. Yeah. <laughs> As well, they say.
0: And I think, you know, for me, it goes back to, you know, in addition to what you just said, it goes back to marriage stuff. Mm. You know, um, I've been able to move confidently in my life because in part, in large part yeah, to your relationship you and I's relationship. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, so I can simply just know
1: that you're safe. Yeah. And I feel that, too. I feel like I'm if I'm again, if I'm falling apart, you're going to hold on. And we've had a lot of those moments this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, there have been times that I've been trying to encourage you and take care of everything. And there have been times that you've done the same thing. So, you know, finding that balance and, and that challenge and even the shift in me, I think, has a lot to do with this year. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I know everybody's been through crap, but good golly.
0: What doesn't kill <laughs> you makes you stronger,
1: right? Yeah, there's been a lot. A lot of things I didn't see, a lot of things I wouldn't ever expect. And, you know, you don't prepare for anything, but having, again, that's how you grow. You go through things and you figure out how to make it through. Mm-hmm. So
0: so how, how how's this going for you so far? How How have you found this? Uh, this new conversation no, no 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 oh. no this adjustment in your personality shift thing. oh how's that work for you so far how do you how is it How has it been received have, have do you feel like it's been good bad ugly what
1: you know i i haven't really changed a whole lot with people i know so i don't think there is a comparison of what i was to what i am which is this is nice too. It's like you reinventing yourself because, like, if I if I step out with this, then that's what you know, and they they might actually be surprised that I was ever not like this. Who knows? We'll find out. <laughs> that's true.
0: <laughs> um, that's probably yeah. Seriously, that's but you true. know,
1: I, I'm 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 very much a behind the scenes person. I'm an internal thinker. All of that is still true. I'm an observer. Um, you know, I learn as much as I can about something to understand it but i i'm just i just don't want to dance around anything anymore yeah it's just a waste of time
0: well you and and talking about that you said um you don't have time for this right you just you keep implementing that mm-hmm. statement and <clears throat> i think what i find interesting behind that is um it sounds less like it's not that you don't have time it's that you just don't want to waste your time with it
1: oh yeah very much so that's and, a better way to say it
0: well and i think too so that's my next question. Have you found that in this newfound thing? Do you see it as absolutely, absolutely a, a getting to what you're hoping for? That you're not dealing with this anymore. Yeah. Now you're, you know, are you finding the head on, ad- you know, addressing of issues fruitful?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I have I'm for sure. Um, because it just, it's just the more direct approach. In fact, you know, the way that you've always done thing, I've things, I've, Often told you that it helped me understand other people and it, it helps me to get along with people that others find difficult or challenging.
0: <laughs> oh, so you're saying but, living with me don't has don't helped like you that, <laughs> to get help others get along with people that are you get along with people that are other people. Yeah, find difficult. I, <laughs> Does that mean people find me difficult?
1: I think probably some people do, Great. yes. But yeah, people who are very straight or very direct or very blunt, or however you want to say it, doesn't mean they're mean. They're just telling you how they feel and what's going on or what they need, and that's to me that's cutting through the bull. Like why why do I have to be very? I mean, don't be mean to people. There's just such a fine line there because mm-hmm. it's not like yelling at people. Because I've had people do that too, and that that's not what I'm talking about. Right. But um. You know, you did something wrong. I'm going to tell you did it wrong. Like you like work or whatever. Like this didn't work. We need to fix it. Let's do this. You know, and um, I don't know. I just a lot of people that I hear a lot of. I don't like them or they're not very nice. They're actually I'm cool with them. They're fine. Mm -hmm.
0: So we have less than uh, eight minutes left.
1: Wow. That went fast.
0: Yeah. It's a common story. That's crazy. People (laughs) say. So my question is this. What would you say is the biggest misconception of your husband?
1: Oh my gosh. Um, my gosh, it's, it's changed over the years.
0: Yeah. List them all off. I think a lot.
1: I mean, you know, I think there's mostly the misconceptions come from them. Not knowing you well enough. They, they don't know your heart and they don't know your intent. Um, the direct and straight way of dealing with something like, um, you know, the the phrase dream killer, <laughs> you know, right. I think it was hard for me to for a while to to realize that you poking holes in my ideas was not to destroy me or my idea, but to help strengthen my idea and actually come out in a better place, you know, with with a more secure, stable scenario, whatever it was from buying a chair to, you know, your furniture and whether it fit and that kind of stuff. Um, I found it
0: helpful, by the way, to give you my process of thought. Like today, we talked about this special beanbag chair. right? <laughs> yeah. So so I, I I did it not just for the conversation of it, but. To give you my process of thought that it actually is the same as yours. I mean, mm-hmm. you would see a chair. This story that you're talking about, I'll just share with our listeners. Mm-hmm. You you saw a chair at Target. You're like, I want to get this for the boys' room. And I'm like, well, that won't fit in the boys' room. <laughs> and I'm sure it's just a matter of timing. It's a long time ago. And uh, you're like, why do you got to do that? <laughs> you didn't say it like that. I picked the scab because you just clammed up. And I'm like, well, why are you mad? What, what did I say? <laughs> yeah. It's not me. It's physics. I didn't do this. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. But, it, but that's the whole thing is... Again, giving you the process of thought for me, it's like I saw a chair yeah, and I wanted to tell you about it. A beanbag chair that was really, you know, space age crap. And I'm like, that's cool. And then I'm like, okay, I shot all the holes in it myself. And so I kind of told you about the holes. Well, I told you about the one big yeah. caveat of $300 price tag and <laughs> like $300 for a bag. That's not, I don't know, a famous purse bag. I don't know famous brands.
1: What's a famous brand? I don't know, Coach Dooney and Burke, things like that. I, okay, see, I'm, I'm not glad a big.
0: I know, yeah. and, and let me just tell you, thank you. I want to go public right now, saying thank you to you for not giving a crap about <laughs> brand names. Yeah. All right, so, um, so it has changed. You know, people people think that I am mean sometimes, a dream killer, and yeah,
1: and uh, they've they've thought, at, I mean, a long time ago, like that you are not compassionate, and things like yeah. that. Like I don't even know where people get this stuff because. I mean, if you, if you truly know somebody, I've always believed that if, if you really know me, it doesn't matter what somebody says about me because you know me well enough to know if it's right or wrong. And that is, you know, deep down what I think I've always wanted and probably everybody does. I need you to defend me when I'm not there. I Mm. need you to tell people "Mm, that's not Lori. That's not Jeremy. Sorry. You must have something wrong. Tell me about what you, what you heard or what you learned. Um, and so it, it just, it just makes a huge difference if you deeply know somebody.
0: Yeah. So people have said, um, to other people, never to me for obvious reasons, after I say this, that I'm very intimidating. That too. So tell me about that. Am I intimidating? Not to me. Am I, am I, in, should anyone ever feel intimidated by me?
1: You're terrifying.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> no. That's what our 10 year old thinks <laughs> when I teach him. No,
1: I don't think you're intimidating. I think you're. You're, again, it goes back to the being being direct and being confident, and being assured in what you <laughs> what you are going and for. And I think I'm you, right all the time. <laughs>
0: Wait, is that right? Oh
1: uh, well, and see that's the deal. And and you can challenge. I mean, you will admit when you're wrong. And if you think you know something, you've researched it, and you're going to think about it and research it before you say it. And if you check it out, you really are right. A lot of times that's what's so flipping and (laughs) irritating because that's that deal. You know, you're you're right a lot. And for some reason, even for me, that's been something I've had to like let go of because it's like, oh, why are you always right? And I think I've said many times, what can you not do?
0: I, mean, I can not do me a lot what of you can
1: not do. You paint, you draw, you play the piano, you can play. I mean you can
0: Let me just help everybody out there. Just the stop doing things you stuff. can't do.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's that
0: simple. You know why you don't know what I can't do? I don't do those things. I can't drive a race car? Me neither. I mean, let's just be real. I could drive a race car.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See?
0: I mean, no, I don't know. Yeah. Here's here's the thing. If I do something, I want to do it well, and I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna put time into it. I'm mm-hmm. gonna invest not just you know time, but also I'm gonna invest my uh, like research. I'm gonna figure mm-hmm. out certain things. Uh, you know, I didn't get into firearms until just you know several yeah. years ago, but but I'm intrigued by them because you know it's it's about history, and it's about learning things. But I I don't know. I think it's funny because I shouldn't be intimidating to anybody outside no. of maybe you know, being comfortable in my own skin. And I yeah. think, I think that by itself
1: is yeah, intimidating. I think I'm intimidating yes. people because of that, which doesn't make sense at all to me, but
0: yeah, you're just a, you wouldn't hurt a June bug.
1: <laughs> that a was thing. a nice try. Um, <laughs> I think our boys have picked that up too. I think they've been really good about researching and preparing and, and finding out what they believe and Why? I know? will
0: say it sucks when something goes wrong though. When you put forth all that information, you, you really dive yeah. in and you're like, well, I mean, I can be really, I don't know if distraught's the right word, but man, when I'm working on something technical and then something just totally blindsides me, yeah. I'm just like, whoa, wait a minute. There's no way this is a thing. <laughs> and usually it it's true. It There is no way. Well, okay. Great example. Well, it doesn't matter. This will bore the crap out of people because I'm about to get technical. <laughs> but anyway, it does. It blindsides me and it's frustrating. So, yeah. well, <clears throat> thanks for doing this podcast, Lori. Sure, And, uh, you know, I think it's, uh, you know, people, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I, I think for me personally, I really wanted to have you on for a long time. I wanted to find the right timing and today just worked good. But I think the key is, you know, there's a lot of people that don't know you the way that I do. And um, I just, you're an extraordinary person. And I've been intrigued by who you are my whole life. And the idea that, you know, here we are just nearly 30 years later, still learning about each other. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You probably know everything about me, but yeah, I'm still learning. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but it, but I'm learning about you and and the dynamic, you know, that the fact that we do change and shift, that's a dynamic thing that keeps, keeps us constantly growing. And I, I don't know. I just think it's a, a cool thing. And I think, you know, I wanted to share that with everybody. So, <laughs> you know, again, thanks for joining me. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you all for joining us on Conversations. I hope you did enjoy it. Uh, Be sure to check out our next episode. Uh, We talk with Rachel Burchett about uh, her upcoming podcast, and uh, also, again, like I said before, man, we'd love it if you could um, subscribe to this podcast. It makes me feel good. I'm not going to lie to you. The more, I don't know who actually subscribes, so I don't know if I feel good. But when I see, you know, people downloaded it, that's nice. Yeah. (laughs) All right. God bless you guys, and uh, we'll see you next time.